I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why are you talking to me? The Swedish metal band Gua, you're talking to me? Uh, I don't... Uh, I can't think of a metal band that starts with C. The, 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 the vowel, the noun, the... What, what have you got in syllable? C. Uh, um, Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit. I don't see biscuit anybody else here. Gua, Gua, you're talking to me. Ah, you're talking to me. Game of Thrones. Ah, you're talking to me. Nox uh, was like, hey, can I do the intro? <laughs> I, I just like, remembered the guar exists. <laughs> I think it's pronounced guar. It might be guar. Guar? I think it's guar. Remember guar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Um, now, when are you going to do that intro you thought up? <laughs> I'm Never. <laughs> really waiting on with bated breath. Uh, welcome to Are You Talking to Me? We talk about Game of Thrones and Swedish metal bands here. We just recorded the previous episode mere moments ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but a whole week has passed in your world. Yes. This is like Inception with all the dilated time and stuff. We're basically the Nolan brothers. When <laughs> the gets, Nolan brothers. Gets right down to it. <laughs> the the Coen brothers cross with Chris Nolan. <laughs> That's right. The most wanked over movies in the world. <laughs> um, we're here to talk Game of Thrones and we're ready to do it. Season 3, Episode 2, Dark Wings, Dark Worlds. A bad title for what was in my research apparently the lowest rated of Game of Thrones episodes. Truly? Yes. Oh. Or, or at least amongst the lowest. Um, yeah. Interesting. I didn't, I don't, I'm not sure if that was TV or quality. Mm. Could well be both. Because it's, it's not... It's not hugely... It's not a banner episode. Yeah. It's, it's some stuff just goes along. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the second half. I mean, obviously, every episode is the second half of the one before it, but it's, a, it's very, very much the second half of the first episode of this yep. season. Totally. Because we get reintroduced to a few characters that we didn't see in the last one. Yep. Uh, and it's real, yeah, just moving stuff along. Table at, setting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And not being quick about it. Because we open with a brand fucking walking around in a dream again. Yes. Shooting at a three-eyed raven again. Mm-hmm. And is... Um, Brothers are there in his dream, and they use a clip of Sean Bean. That's right. And then the guy played... Were you shooting bullseyes when you were 10 years... Whatever he's... Close enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's that kid who played John Lennon in a film about John... about No, he played Paul McCartney in a film about John Lennon. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I'm uh, One of John Lennon's song titles, probably. But, Jealous uh, guy. That kid. You, you've seen this kid before in sure. like British shit. As a kid actor. Yeah. And he's a teen actor, it seems like now. And bah, he wakes up from the dream. Ah, oh, Bran's still dreaming about shit. Yeah. And Osher ain't happy about it. Oh, no. But that's kind of all you see there. It's just again Basically, like... Basically, yeah. Remember there was a three-eyed raven earlier? Mm. Yeah. And remember Osher and Bran and Rickon? Rickon who like... Pops up like a little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little, little weird cartoon and character. And is there. And yes. Summer... 
Brand's mm. dog. And I don't remember if Shaggy Dog is there. Is Shaggy Dog still about? I also don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, they're all still in the woods. Yep. Heading up north yes. to go see John. A nice little shot as well, I thought. Some rolling hills. It looked very, very nice. Yeah. But not a lot of them just like, hey, remember? Yeah. Then we go over to Harren Hall where Rob is. Yes. And, uh, oh, we didn't mention in the last episode, Rob was like, take Catelyn to a jail. Take oh, my mother yeah. to a jail cell, yeah. basically. Yes. But whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, he's like, hey, we've uh, we got... T- well, who is it? Is it Roose comes up Roos and he's comes like... comes in and he's like, news from Winterfell yeah. and from the Riverlands. Yes. And Rob is breaking these to Catelyn going like, hey, do you want the bad news or the who boy news? <laughs> Your dad's dead. Yeah. That's first. And also, uh, Bran and Rickon, we don't know where they are. Yeah, yeah. Winterfell was taken by the Greyjoys. It yep. was burnt to the ground, and your other two sons are missing. And she's like, Mamma mia, could this day get any worse? Uh, it can for Theon, because we go over to Theon. Yes. And he's strung up. On a big cross. On the big, like, the, the flayed man Bolton thing. Yes. It's the same setup there. It certainly is. And he's been knocked out, and these are clearly, like, the men who Thingo's bastard got in. Yes. Roos's bastard. Torturing him, being like, why did you take Winterfell? And he's immediately like, I'll tell you everything immediately. I'm yeah. a little piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I hate the Starks. I just wanted to get back at them. I wanted to prove myself to my father. And it's literally all the, all the truth and it's all the information that you could possibly get about this. Yeah, and I think this is just sort of throughout the episode. So maybe we'll just talk about this Theon stuff because he's just in this torture room yep. the whole way through. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because it all blends in for me. Sure. They like jab some shit through his nail. They're twisting yep. a thing into his foot. It's They're gross. really torturing him and it seems to be for nothing as well yeah yeah exactly they tell like he's he like i said that he tells them all the information that there is about what happened yeah and they're like "Mm, tell us the truth (laughs) and it's like and keep doing it and they're just sort of doing it to to fuck with him at some point yes and then after as they leave in the final part of this there's like a a young boy sweeping (laughs) up the floor yeah nobody's noticed and he walks up and he's like hey your sister sent me i'm gonna get you out of here yeah but first I'm going to sneak off for a bit and come get you at night, <laughs> yeah. even though we're clearly alone now, but I'm going to go and come get you later. Yes. Theon's like, no, don't leave. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Theon. Yeah. yeah. If they come back and you're yelling, no, don't leave, they're going to be like, don't leave who? Yeah. Us? You want us, the torturers, not to leave? Yeah. Or that little washer boy. That little washer boy who's sneaking out of here. Who, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him before. Mm. Anyway. It's uh, bad. It, not in execution or like... Um, themes or anything. Yeah. I just find found that whole section very uncomfortable. I hate that torture stuff. Yeah, it's, there's nothing pleasant about it. I, I personally love it, okay. and it gets me off. Great, cool, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like some pretty grim looking medieval torture shit. That that foot screw is real yeah. graphic. Well, the, the the fingernail one. Yeah, I was watching it with someone who squirmed. <laughs> there's a fucking ad that is. Do you remember the ad where they lift up the toenail and the little fungus monster gets under the oh, toenail? Yes, I do. I always hated that ad. Yeah, it's, it's just a up. little cartoon toe gremlin. Yeah, lifts up this toenail. He's like, I'm under here. Yeah, <laughs> buy whatever this fucking thing is. It gets rid of me. Yeah, ugh, awful. Anything happening to nails is fucked. Yeah, yeah, and it's like in terms of. Uh, like execution, like mechanically, effects wise, yeah. it's it looks real. Yeah, it looks completely real. And Theon continues to be a good actor, even though I hate the character. Sure, as a person or yes. whatever. Yes, uh, I don't hate the character as it's written, but you know the character is not likable. Yes, uh, Alfie Allen, good actor. Yeah, agreed. His sister, good singer. Absolutely talented. Great family. family, like the Nolan brothers. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
Yes, <laughs> like the Nolan brother. Anyway, that's all Theon's doing for this episode. We come back and forth to him. Yep. But, uh, that's, that's, that's that's it. it. Yeah. Uh, Jamie and Brienne, we see them again. Yeah. They're wandering through the forest, and he's like, hey, this has been for ages now. Like he says, it's been... I think he says months. Yeah, yeah. It can't have been that long, but they've been wandering down to King's Landing for a long fucking time. Yep. And uh, he has been real mouthy. <laughs> he is. He's try- he's like, wait, you you uh you serve Catalan? What would you would you do anything? Which if she kill, told you to kill yourself, would you do it? And she's like, yeah. Would Renly? You liked Renly too? He was a good leader. Hey, you really. And like Jamie's like, I knew Renly since he was a kid. Yeah. Just flouncing around. Because I feel like we got an email from someone saying that mm, we Brienne did. knew Renly since they were kids, but Jamie didn't know Brienne, so that can't have been... I think that they knew each other as kids' kids, and then Renly went off to King's Landing. Right, of course, after the rebellion happened. Yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, Jamie's like, he. everyone knew that he was gay. Like, everyone... He says, uh, it's a shame that the Iron Throne isn't made of cocks or you could never have gotten Renly off of it. Great, great line. That's a funny joke, That's man. I, I don't care what you say about Jamie. I think political correctness is ruining Westeros. <laughs> That's a funny joke. I was The person I was watching this episode with hates Jamie as a character, finds right. him awful, unlikable, has he's, seen it up to you know future seasons. Where, he's a smarmy dick. Uh, but even she burst out laughing at that line. It's yeah. just a fucking good line. And Jamie's like deliberately trying to push Brienne's buttons, and yep. he, he gets her with this. He's like, "Oh, you were in love with Renly, weren't you? Mm. Oh, barking up the wrong tree, weren't you?" And then she like kind of pins him against the wall. say, "Hey, look, I actually I don't blame him. We can't control who we love." Yes. And like Jamie knows that better than anybody. Yes, because yeah. he fucks his sister. <laughs> exactly. And then this funny old guy with a horse with a bunch of shit on its back. It's got a bunch of hay and stuff. Yep. Uh, kind of like saunters past. He's like, "Well, hello over there. Yeah. How's, he, how's his day? Oh, there, traveller. <laughs> yes. Um, where are you headed? And they're like, "Oh, we're going south." He's like, "I'm going to the Riverlands or somewhere." Ah, I'm going to the gar to the um, just home. <laughs> I'm just gonna go home on my own and not say anything to anybody. See you later, James. Yeah. Like he recognised me. Yeah, I feel like he knows who I was. Yeah. And Brand's like, "I'm not killing him, so yeah. you can fuck off." Yeah. You, we're not certain, so and even if we were, I don't know if I would be able to kill a common person. Yeah. Do you want to just go through what happens to them now as well? Yeah, sure. Doing it a little bit because they—it's it's just one other scene. Yeah, we we see them later on walking across this bridge. Mm-hmm. They've got to get across this bridge. Jamie's funny. Yeah, I really like the. I like the dynamic. I yeah. think they work well together because he's they're, they're walking across. He's like, do we go across the river and maybe get swept away, or do we walk across the bridge but maybe someone will see us? Boy, they you're up, really in a pickle here. <laughs> they end up going across the bridge, and he's like. Oh my legs are hurt. I'm sitting down. He reminds me of like a like a primary school yes, kid. Yeah. Which he kinda is. He's grown up so like privileged and shit. He's just like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But he sits down, he's like, Well, me tired. <laughs> well before that I love that he's like he's looking at her going like, What are you gonna do? You're gonna go over the like and he says all that stuff. It's like yeah. boy, uh, yet another interesting situation I get to watch you think your way out of. <laughs> like he's just been a real Little dick. Yeah. It's good shit. Sits down on the bridge. She's like, come on, move. He's like, no, I've got corns on my <laughs> yeah, feet. This yeah. And then he whips one of her swords off of her. Yep. Cuts the bonds between them. <laughs> and then he's like, boy, isn't it weird that you guys always have two swords? Yeah, they kind of had to address that because <laughs> yeah. until he yanked the sword off of her, I did not notice that she had two swords. <laughs> not at all. And I could almost guarantee you <laughs> that until that point... I would have sworn up and down that she did not have two swords. Yes, yes. <laughs> but she does now, and they have a little standoff, a uh, little bit of a sword fight there. Yeah. Pretty evenly matched. Very to much To be so. fair, Jamie is in cuffs. Yes. 
but uh, she kind of gets the better of it. Yeah, and he is going like, wow, you're actually good. Like, he's yeah. saying it. He's verbalizing it. And he's like, you shouldn't grimace before you lunge because it gives it away and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yeah. if you were willing to hurt me, you might have had me there, but you can't kill me because then you break your vow to Catelyn. So totally. That's it. I am invincible. <laughs> yes. And this is just fun. <laughs> and this is at the end of the episode, obviously, but anyone listening to this has already seen it. Farmer Boy comes back. Yep. He's brought a whole group of people from the Boltons. Yes, we can see their big flags, the blue and the, the red flayed man cross. Yeah. Sort of reminds me of the English flag. Because earlier on, and maybe even in the pre- previous episode, Karstark and Bolt, Roose Bolton are talking to each other like, hey, uh, where the fuck's Jamie? Yep. I want to get him. Yep. And Roose is like, we've put our best hunter on it. Don't worry yep. about him. Yep. And that must be this guy with the... Crazy facial hair. An Australian accent. Does he have an Australian accent? He, yes. He has an English accent in the same way Peter Dinklage does, so half. Right, okay. He's like, I'm Noah Taylor from Australia, and I've hunted you down. Right. I'm not going to let you go, because that'd be shit for me to do, because my boss is Rob. Yeah, Rob will cut my head off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're a bit fucked at the end there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Joffrey, earlier. Yep. He's been ordering a tailor around like a real dick. He's like, flowers? What do you think I am, a fucking idiot? Get the flowers off me. I'm not a flower, I'm a king. Yeah. Just doesn't understand (laughs) decoration. Uh, Yeah. Don't don't make me look like a flower. (laughs) People, I don't want any bees coming near me. They call me Rose, and that's not my name. Yeah. Cersei uh, does a fun little... (laughs) It's so good. Why don't you give uh, that the... The little square of fabric with the with the flowers under there to Marjorie, probably more than enough fabric for her. That's a tiny little square, Cersei. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to say here? That she, you think she's a harlot? Mm. Cersei does think she's a harlot. No, Cer- Cersei's only ever seen her from very far away, so she thinks she's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> How about you use that on your midget girlfriend, Joffrey? <laughs> Marjorie is a small square woman. <laughs> From a distance. And yeah, she's got legit concerns about Marjorie here. Yep. She is not uh, comfortable with Joffrey being into her. Yep. She's like, what do you think of Joffrey? And Joffrey's like, spits out some shit Tywin must have said to him. Mm. Like, well, it makes tactical sense. Because sure. The union between the families is going to strengthen our position. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but what do you think of her? And eventually she gets Joffrey down to being like, hubba hubba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fair enough. Yep. So, speaking of Marjorie, mm. Sansa and Olena. So, Sansa and Marjorie go to meet Olena Tyrell, who is like the matriarch That's it. of the Tyrell family. Yep. Uh, she is Tywin gender swapped. Sure. Yes. She is ex- super exactly the same thing of like, Barb Tongue knows exactly what she's doing, not suffering any fools. Like completely in control, mm. and, and, and I, I and love this scene of meeting her. Absolutely, she's one of the best characters in the show. Real good, fantastic actress. She was like, uh, she was a Bond girl in like yeah, the right. late '60s or early '70s. I've Great. been a Bonds man, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in Bonds ads. Oh, cool. As the before. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not wearing any underwear? Yep. And, and then th- they put them on and the guy gets all hunky all of a sudden. <laughs> Great ads. Better than that toenail one. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, she's gender swapped in a very much literal sense in that she's had to deal with being a woman in this uh, patriarchal society yep. and, and, has, and has also used her 
very clear and large intellect to do so. Yeah. She's powerful in the, in the way that she can be. And yeah, very smart, very straightforward. Clearly like a force here because she's kind of talking around, like she's putting Sansa in a position where Sansa's gotten very good at talking her way around um, Betraying, situations because yeah. of she's learned these niceties of the court. Yeah. She's learned how to say like, Joffrey is my beloved king, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. And is like, fuck off. Yeah. Tell me what you actually think. And yep. she wears her down. Yeah, yeah. And her and Marjorie do seem to genuinely want to know exactly what type of person Joffrey is so we see later <laughs> that they can manipulate him. Yes. Because I love that bit where she, like, eventually... They're ordering all the tea cakes and stuff and it's all fun. Yeah. And this guy looks like fucking, like, a weird Oasis member. Didn't he look weird? He uh, was really... Yeah. Sta- I feel like he was in a band. Absolutely. And was like, can I be in Game of Thrones, please? Sure, yeah. He was in the kooks, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so he comes along and gives a lemon to case. They're all talking... And eventually they get Sansa to say, like, Joffrey is a monster. Yes. And Marjorie just goes like, ah, oh well. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, kind of knew it. Yeah, Olena's like, oh, one of those. Okay, well. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> go with option, go with plan D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plan double D. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stuttered. But a, a great, a, a really good scene and a good introduction to that character. Yeah, because they, they don't, it, like, it happens in stages. They get her to say, he killed Joffrey executed my father and he made me look at his head on the wall yeah and they're like okay that sounds bad and then she's like yeah he's a monster yeah he's actually fucked like she it goes from just saying something about him to or saying something he did to saying something about him yes yeah and at the same time Elena is saying like by the way my son's a dipshit my yeah. husband was a fucking idiot and like saying all these things to kind of like go hey look I'm doing it join yep. in yes sure yeah um so then, hold on, my phone is on low power mode, so it keeps oh, shutting off. Oh, dear. Uh, en route to River Run for the funeral. They're going to Catelyn's father's funeral. Yes. And some people are like, do we need to fucking do this? Yeah. Another like, distraction. We're, we're keep detouring. What's going yeah. on here? And Rob's like, okay, look, my granddad died, not a detour. All right, yep. we've got to do this. He deserves that. Yeah. And him and Lord Karstark are arguing, and Karstark's like, can I be honest with you? And Rob's like, whoa, as you've been measured. Okay, be yeah. honest with me. He's like, yeah. uh, I think you lost this war the day you married her. And points over at this uh, big blonde-haired, like, German-wearing lederhosen woman with the two pints of beer, yes. the two big yes. things of beer. And then Rob's like, oh, and pulls on his collar, and then she bends down out of the way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Talisa uh, behind her. Yeah, yes. That's God, that I was married. a difficult visual joke to explain. <laughs> You know what I mean, out of cartoons. Yes. And her yes. name would be Brunhilda. That's it. That's but anyway, it. it's Talisa. He's, people, like, he's got a p- problem with Talisa. Yeah, people think he's thinking with his dick. And it makes sense. Yeah, he broke an oath yeah. to marry this woman. And he keeps more and more go- straying off the path that they liked, which is the direct King of the North, yep. fight these wars, kill the Lannisters. That's it. Yeah. And it becomes more and more like, no, I'm taking the army here. No, I'm marrying her. Yes. And they got a problem with it. Yeah. And I can see why. Mm. Uh, they've paused for a minute there, and Catelyn's making on some like dream catcher. Yep, she's been running an Etsy store. <laughs> well, you have to these days. Yeah, oh, supplement look. your income. Hey, uh, it, I reckon Catelyn gets a lot of insp- inspiration. Inspiration. Pinterest. Inspiration. <laughs> How do they say inspiration? What's like Fitzpo, but for for what? I don't know. <laughs> 
I thought I I thought I had a word in my head that existed, but it, it turns out it doesn't. It sounds like you were just mispronouncing inspiration. But it's like Instagram inspiration. Oh, insta inspiration. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't That's really do it. Something that you've made up that is not good. Ginspiration. Gin, gin anyway, uh, she's making that until he's like, "Can I help?" Catelyn's like, "No." Yeah, only a mama can do this. Like, oh, fine. Like at first, he's like, "All right, you hate me." Yeah. Like, and then she opens up to her and it's like, "Hey." I made two of these before. Yes. This this one that I'm making now is clearly for like Brandon Rickon. Mm-hmm. First time I made one, it was because uh, Santa something someone got was it? someone got sick. Well, no, that one is the but that one's what was the first one? I don't know. The first one was like one. She made them for two of her kids before. One of them, it was like, oh, this kid was in trouble. Oh, one was when Bran got pushed out of the window. Oh, yes, of course, yes. And the other one was, was for for one of her children. Yes, one of the kids got a fever. Looked like he might not make it through the night. They were like, if he if he wakes up and you know if he makes it through the night, he'll be fine. But boy, it was a long night. Yeah. And she's like, oh, which kid was that? One of the ones that you love? She's like, no, nah, Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, I made a promise, you know, that, that morning that... Because she had prayed to the gods for him to die. Yes, exactly. And she yes. was like, oh, fuck, it yeah, worked. Like, every time I looked in his brown little eyes of from another mother, I wished that he would die. And I prayed to the gods that he would, and then he got sick. And so I prayed to the gods again and said, if you let this boy live, I promise to love him. And I broke that promise. Yeah. And now I think everything that's happened to our family is punishment for that. Yeah. And Which is fucking intense. Yeah, Catelyn clearly holds a lot of guilt. And you know yeah. what? You've done some shit, Catelyn. Yes, you let she Jamie has. go. She's That's not been good. She's not perfect. No. And yeah, I honestly like you know treating John like shit for his entire life is a bad thing to have done. Yeah, it's put him in a shit situation. Yep. That's why he's up north now. Yep. yep. And like, it's also uh, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, she's she's not perfect. She's no. like you know she's a, a good person who's done shit things, and John's come out all right like sure. that. But John is like a, you know pretty arrogant and pretty. He's feels like a, he has something to prove. He's got exactly. a chip on his shoulder. He's got a bastard complex. Yeah. So yes. So anyway, she's opening up to Talisa a bit and being like, "Okay, look, my son married you, mm. so I'll tell you one story." <laughs> Uh, speaking of John, north of the wall, John is uh, introduced to Gareth from the office. Yes, Finchie's gone. Now we've got Gareth. Yep, he's got white eyes and he's like shaking around up there, looking into trance. Yep, and Egret again, just like, oh, you've never met a warg? <laughs> yeah, God, you idiot, John Snow. What's wrong with you? To be fair, this scene basically consisted of like, so who's there? It's the warg guy, Egret. I think Mance. Yeah, and, and then John. and John. And so like Egret and Mance are talking. They're trying to get info from, from Gareth. Yeah. And it just every time it cuts back to John, he's just like going <laughs> the <laughs> exact same shot, like four times in a row. Yeah, like squinting his eyes at him, being like, What the fuck is this idiot doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John it's does like, have a He's bit a warg. Of... He's like, Huh? It's John like, does Warg have... Wogs are magical. Huh? <laughs> they look through animals' eyes. Huh? He's scouting up ahead through an animal's eyes. I don't, you, there's an eagle above his head. <laughs> yeah. He's that eagle. Huh? <laughs> Egret? And John has a bit of a uh, habit of staring. He stared at that giant in the last one. Mm, he's a starer. But yeah, they've got wargs up there. They've introduced us to the concept of wargs. Mm. Uh, the next dot point I've got is some bullshit with Sam. Yeah. And that is it. He gets tired as they're walking. Yep. And then the bully guy calls him a piggy. Yes. And then everyone's like, come on, Sam. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not going to be as mean to you, but fucking get up, Sam. Yeah. What is wrong with you? You look so 
just annoying. <laughs> you're so miserable looking, yeah. and like we're all in the same situation. What you think you're so much more special than us yeah. that you get to feel bad? Fuck you. And then um, uh, Thingo Mormont. Mormont comes along and deals with it perfectly. Yep. He's like, Sam, I forbid you to die. <laughs> yes. You bully guy. If Sam dies, you die. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Perfect way to deal Classic with it. Classic army, army, you know, methods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus, Sam. I wish he did die. <laughs> just fucking get up because you're not exhausted. Yeah. You're just being a little whinging dick. Yeah. Everyone else is tired. So Everyone's you're not tired, special. Sam. And like, I don't know, there's something about like, I'm with the bully. Yes. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Flush this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But that's about it, really, for yep. that scene. Uh, so Bran is sitting sitting down in the forest, and as he uh, is wont to do, yes. Uh, Wolf, yes, and Osha are like some shits out there. Yeah, yeah. And then, boy, if some shit don't rock up. Uh, it is this guy from his dream, yes, and that guy's sister, yes. And we find out they're called Jojen and Mira. There's like a standoff, yeah. And eventually, Bran's dog is like. Okay. Yeah. You smell good. Yeah, yeah. And then they come over and they're like, hey, my name's Jojen. We've been looking for you. Yeah. Our last name is Reed. They say that later on when they're like walking through the through the bush. Oh, right. They're like, we're Jojen and Mira Reed. Uh, your dad was friends with our dad. He was one of your bannermen, I think. Yeah. Our dad saved your dad's yeah. life. So the Reed, Howland Reed saved Ned Stark's life yep. in the Rebellion. They're looking to help Bran. Jojen has these same powers that Bran does. Yes. They were literally in the dream together. Yep. And he's kind of starting to explain to him, like, well, the, the warg thing is, like, different to the jumping into... And then the raven is a whole different thing to that. Yeah, and like, because Jojen has seen the past and the future. He's, he seems to think that Bran is important. Yeah. He's like, this is about you, Bran. Yeah. And then... Is like pretty cagey about stuff, but he's like, yeah, all this shit you've been doing, it's real, and we, it goes somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're here to to help you. Do yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. This is Yoda. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess he's Obi Wan. Mm, and then we meet Yoda yeah. at some point in the future, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. Obi Wan is the one who first. Anyway, whatever. Yep. yep. Hodor is R2-D2. Gendry, Arya, and Hot Pie show up again as well. Yes. They've been walking around since they uh, left the Harren Hall. Mm-hmm. Wandering around in the forest. They're having a bit of a chat with each other. Yep. Getting along. Yep. Uh-oh. What's that? What's that sound? Someone's someone's singing a song. Someone's singing that bloody Lannister song. Yeah. Oh, quick. Hide loudly behind this wall. <laughs> and then look through an obvious bit and yeah. keep moving. Yes. Anyway. These people who are walking through the forest fucking see them. They shoot a arrow through the hole they're peeking through. This guy is good with his bow. Real good. This bow guy. Yeah. We find out that the Brotherhood without banners that we've yeah. heard about. That's right. And the Hot Pie's Thought- like, I ain't getting a rat in my chest. <laughs> we ain't going anywhere with you. Yeah, yeah. Thought so, Pie. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Thoros of Mia is Thor- the guy yeah. who's singing. He's their leader. It, it, at least it looks like Bill Nye Light is how I think of him. Totally drunk Bill Nye. Yep. Yep. Um,. And he's like, hey, come on. He's very, you know, swaggery. Yeah. We know you're all there. Come out. We're not going to hurt you. Come on. Don't worry about it. Come go. and sing a song with us, kids. But you don't have to come with us. But if you don't, I'm going to be so mad. He's Bill Nye in uh, Love Actually. Sure. He's the he's rock star Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who's clearly, like, good with a sword we see later on. Yes. 
this other guy's good with a bow. He does that dumb trick of like <laughs> shooting the arrow in the air. He's like, you don't move when I'm done talking, then uh, that arrow is going to hit you. And he like looks at the sky, goes, yeah. And I'm about done talking, roughly, quickly, uh, just about. To the extent of when I'm going to end talking is roughly about just watching the arrow, <laughs> yeah. adjusting his sense for uh, about now move. Yeah. And then Hot Pie does a funny little hop out of the way. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, the the Brotherhood are like, look, come with us. We're fine. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to give you up. You're not safe. Just, you know, get get on board. Still no real idea of who they actually are. The sure. Brotherhood without banners. Sure. Yeah. But this is them. Yep. Uh, Tyrion and Shay argue about Sansa and pretty women. So this was a annoying scene. In that oh yeah, right, Tyrion's yes. like Shay, can you take care of Sansa? She needs help. Yep. And Shay's like, why? He's like, well, she, she's very naive and she's a great beauty, and people will try and take advantage. And Shay's like, a great beauty. Oh yeah. What about me? What am I? Am I a great beauty? And who's that? And what's this other girl? And how? And sh- and like she just has a freak out. She jumps immediately, like to oh, so you want to fuck Sansa? Is and, definitely what this is. And then he's like, well, Roz, you know, mentioned that, and she's like, Roz, how do you know Roz? Yeah, he's like, um. I just look. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm gonna leave through that doorway. Doorway. <laughs> yeah. How do you know about this doorway? You want to fuck the door? Doorway like a woman's vagina. Oh, you you fuck. Oh, listen, fucking a door ain't my bag. Bag. <laughs> Bag? What do you do when you go back in that room? What are you, fucking our bags? <laughs> Very good. Um, so it's just a, a, no, a shitty little scene where yeah. she doesn't seem like the kind of person who would get annoyed in this way. No. I, like, I wonder if she's trying to pick a fight because she's starting to get stir-crazy. Possibly. Possibly that, yeah. It, it did seem sort of irrational. But, but yeah, Tyrion's yeah. like, hey, we need to help Sansa because she has very rapidly lost all of her... Chips in the safety casino. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's in trouble. <laughs> She's in trouble, basically. Now, this next scene, though, real good. Yeah? Marjorie oh, yeah. paying off all of the, the stuff of her, like, figuring out stuff about Joffrey. She is, like, a great manipulator, especially yes. with Joffrey, who, to be fair, is a dumbass. Yeah. But, but she's also a volatile dumbass. Yes. And so she comes into this room. He's sitting there with his new crossbow he's got with all jewels and shit on it. And she's like... Yeah. Holy macaroni. <laughs> and it's he's kind of pointing it at her. Yeah. At he's doing that same sort of like threatening shit that affects a lot of people. They seem yeah. scared. He gets a whiff of it yeah. and starts barking at him. Yes, totally. But if you walk right up to that and punch the biggest dog there. Yes. <laughs> that's what you got to do in your first day at the pound. Yeah, you punch the shark on the nose and it swims away. Yeah, but that's kind of what she does. She walks yeah. in and she's like... Sick crossbow. She gets into a sticky situation with... Um, about Renly. He starts questioning her about Renly. Yes, you're right. He's like, so, yeah, okay, you used to be married to Renly, the traitor. What did you think of that? And she's like, oh, look, he's a traitor, but can I tell you? And she, like, tries to open up about, like, I don't don't think he was into me and all this stuff. And Joffrey's like, nah, I heard. Yeah. I heard he was one of them. Yeah. We should kill them all. (laughs) And she has a second where she's like, that's my brother, but I'll play along because I have to. And... Then starts getting really into the crossbow, it's really such, into the idea of killing something with it. Yeah. It's like a guy who is, it's a gun nut guy. You know, yeah. it's a dumb gu- gun nut 
kid who has no real power of his own. He's like, yeah. look at this fucking rifle I bought it, and it's like you can. There's a 17 magazine clip, and and look at the scope, and she's like, that is cool. I do like that. Yeah, you wow. are a man. Totally, dude. You know that thing looks like a dick. <laughs> and you ever thought about how a gun looks like a bit like it feels good <laughs> and to you, hold it, and it's and it's real, and it makes you more impressive to oh, me, dude. NRA and, stands for <laughs> nice <laughs> rack. <laughs> Awesome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like, I wish I could go hunting sometime. I know a lady's not meant to go hunting. He's like, well, it's not unheard it's, of. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's making little concessions. For, she is fitting into exactly the little puzzle piece that is cut out in his head for what a good woman should totally. be. Totally. She ends it by saying something like, wouldn't you like to watch me kill something? And, and he's, he's like, like oh, yes! boy. Oy, 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 oy. <laughs> um, yeah, great scene. Much better than we explained. Uh, Marjorie is very good. Yeah. And Joffrey, little creep. Absolute creep. Uh, we've talked about all the other stuff that happens here. So Ari, Ari and the brother Ari, uh, oh God, Ari. <laughs> you you take this one. Ari and the Brotherhood. Yeah, Ari and the Brotherhood are drinking at an inn. They've stumbled across, so they've clearly gone. Yeah, let's go for a walk. Let's find somewhere to sit down. Let's get to know each other, maybe. Um, and they are talking about the situation. Ari's think- trying to puff her chest up, being like, "Yeah, look, I can fight. My brothers taught me." Yes, and Thoros is like. Okay, <laughs> sure. But I think he, he talks a little bit about what they're doing, the fact that they're saving the common people. The Starks are bad, the Lannisters are bad, they don't care about the common folk. That's who the Brotherhood yep. are there to protect. Groundswell rebellion group. Totally. Pretty directionless seeming, though. Sure, like a lot of them would be. I like, kind of don't reality. get what their idea is, but whatever. I think it's just a generalised, the, the people united will never be defeated sure. situation. Um, so, but, and then they're like, hey, look, you can, you guys can leave when you want. Yeah. We're just fucking with you. Yeah. You can walk off. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And right as they're about to, who should get brought in? <laughs> but they've captured the bloody hound. Yeah. They've it's like, hey, him. look at that giant man. And then they're like, uh, it's not a man. It's a hound. And then people start going, ruff, ruff, ruff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the hand, it's, it's the fucking hound. And Arya, for like the fifth time in this show, has to go, and like cover <laughs> yeah. her face up with her hand. Yeah, hold a vase up in front. But as she's on her way out, the mm-hmm. hound's like, hey, why, why in the seven hells are you here with the Stark bitch? Yeah. Uh, he's seen her. Yep, he's seen her. And that's the end of that scene. And we have now covered the entirety of the episode. We have indeed. We have done... What we contractually are obligated to do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much an episode with stuff moving forward. I like Olena and I like Marjorie. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's about all I got out of this one. Yep, honestly. same. Same. Starting to see some of this magical shit happen with Bran going like, okay, this 3 eyed Raven's been around for a while. Maybe it means something. But- yep, the Theon torture okay. stuff. Like I said, it's not a pleasant experience to watch it, uh, but it seems to be doing... It's going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Olena and Marjorie are the big takeaways from this one. Agreed, agreed. Uh, speaking of takeaway, let's take it away to the sealed section. Okay, thank you for listening. Uh, first timers, please get in touch. Let us know what you think of Game of Thrones so far. Give us some predictions, some theories. Uh, and yeah, if you've not watched all of the show yet, this next section, be warned, it's the spoiler bit. Yes. Otherwise known... Is the sealed section. All right. My, that's a big gun you're holding. <laughs> we got a couple of emails here. Like, not a lot to say for me, honestly, with this no. sealed bit. No. Uh, so, let's see. Emails, emails. Question. At what point? Oh, from Cody. 
who says, congratulations on an incredible podcast. You both are great, but my favourite host is blah, blah, blah. Very good. At yeah. which point in the series do you start feeling like death of the of protagonists and antagonists is the norm? It was tough both before they started Hollywooding the show to know who will live and die. It's also weird at the moment just because it's all being siphoned to a point. So the characters mm. that are left, any of the ones that aren't necessary are kind of obviously not necessary. So it's like, yeah, if the hound dies, the hound dies. Sure, sure. But they're all kind of serving their purpose. Yeah. Like, there was that episode in season seven, I guess, where Mira, who we just talked about, yeah. was just like, hey, I'm here, Bran. And Bran's like, go away now. I yeah. no longer have any use for you, so you can leave the show. And I wonder if she'll come back Gendry style or whatever. Right. But but also, there is no use for her, really. Like, he's mm. come full circle almost. And the stakes are so obvious mm. now that mm. people don't really have as much of a chance to have... A, a sort of loosely defined role of like, oh, maybe they're doing this or maybe they're doing that. Yes, yeah. They all kind of have their uh, archetype. Very, yeah, exactly. An explicit purpose or lack of. Um, so at which point in the series do you start feeling like the death of the protagonist's antagonist is the norm? I don't know. Like, in, in, in more specifically... It's the end of this one that I feel like Ned's death was shocking, but it was also very key to the plot. Yep. But then it's at the end of this series when mm-hmm. Rob and stuff die, where it's like, oh fuck, sure, that yes. just cuts off this whole storyline. Yeah, that's that's probably it. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was the bit where I think people felt shaky about that for a couple of series afterwards. Yeah. And then I don't really remember any like Hodor dies, and it's just like this yeah. sort of like okay, yeah. And I don't. I but think- then Hodor dying, like that episode was great. It's well done. But I don't think any sort of red wedding shit happens uh, again. Yeah. Joffrey dying oh, is surprising. Oh, um, um, fucking Oberon. Yeah, Oberon. Yeah, there's, yeah that's but, true. There and are that's, a few. that's done incredibly well, yeah. I feel like, where the expectations change a few times right. within the episode. Tywin as well. Yes, yeah. So there are a few of them within the next few series. So I guess it's that middle block. Yeah. Sort of from here, from three through to the start of, of like five, I guess. Yeah, end of five, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, it's Cody's right. From that point on, it's Hollywood eyes. And you know what? The last one though was Tommen. Tommen jumping out of that oh, window yeah. was fucking ridiculous. Yes. Then blowing up the sept, I wasn't as like like Marjorie was going to die. Yeah. Because I, I think also that actor wanted to get out. Yeah. Right. So right. That was yeah yeah. And it also just didn't feel like this big crazy shake up because mm-hmm. it almost felt like the storyline of that High Sparrow had run its course. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. so it almost felt like bailing out, yeah. rather than septive bail luring out, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm giving you the seal of freedom. Oh, thank you. I have to leave. Roof, roof. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, interesting, interesting stuff from Cody. Thank you for writing in. He also mentions I personally was rooting for Littlefinger to win the Game of Thrones until all the Avengers, as you put it accurately, season seven started. They seem to streamline the show to a point that made it very easy to predict season eight. Kind of what we just said. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, as well. It's obviously we got it from you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Matt. Hey guys, I remember when watching Game of Thrones for the first time. I found myself assuming every incoming character was evil or a spy or whatever. Probably from Littlefinger's betrayal onward. The one that really sticks in my mind is Talisa, and I agree with this. Right. She appeared right after a battle. Nobody around to confirm her identity from a distant land, attractive and making a beeline for Rob. It wasn't until her death that I realized she was supposed to be trusted. True. Uh, I completely agree. I, yeah. I, I thought the exact same thing the first time through. That does make sense. Yeah. 
Um, my question is, have you ever found the constant backstabbing and sudden deaths of characters distracting? Uh, the characters you didn't pay attention to because you assumed they would be killed off quickly, but they hung around. Not really the attention one, but I think, and I didn't really get this as much from Littlefinger, mm. but I think a lot of people got hung up on Littlefinger oh. secretly having some grand plan. Yes. And the way that he died was disappointing for people because it turns out he's just an idiot. It was so, yeah, it was the reverse. People were very much uh, engaged with his character and, yeah, disappointed he didn't go further. It's kind of been the same with Arya, too, that people mm. have thought, like, was she trying to set up a trap? Is she evil? Like, yes. I think people maybe go a bit further with the characters than uh, is. You know, there. I, I, um, and this is probably down to the execution within the show. The Dawn characters, yeah, never gave a fuck about, yeah, not necessarily because I assumed they would die, just because they were poorly done. They're all brought in so late, yeah, as well. And you hear Dawn mentioned a bit, but, yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think because Oberyn, who's played by a good actor, Pedro Pascal, who's also in Narcos, he's right. in a bunch of stuff. His character was memorable, I think, because he performed him well. And Oberyn was was involved. Sure, yes. As well. And like yeah. all the other ones, I know people hate the Sand Snakes. And yeah. I don't even remember the name of the, the wheelchair king down there. No. Uh, <laughs> which he was, a, he was someone's dad, Oberyn's dad. O- older brother, I think, maybe. I don't really remember. Yeah. Any details about him other than the fact that he couldn't walk? That's honestly yeah. it, because he gets stabbed yeah. sitting down. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, it just wasn't well drawn out. Yeah, all yep. of those, or um, well drawn, I guess, is the. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Characters who you didn't engage with because you assumed they were going to die at some point. It's not so much that I assumed they were going to die. It's just that they like they weren't engaging. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my thing. I can't think of anyone's that I genuinely thought like. Well, I, I'm not going to get invested because they're going to die. Yeah. If anything, it's the opposite where like mm. I've gotten more invested in people like... Um, I'm so invested, I can't remember his fucking name. Jorah. Sure. Because I assumed he was going to die a few times. Right, right, yes. So, yeah, it's... it's. I'm the reverse. I think the show, uh, for the most part, makes me invest in characters no matter what. Like the yeah. Hound, you know, guys who are not crucial to the plot but have interesting backstories and are well-performed. Totally. It's uh, just yeah. good characters get you invested and there's ones that are weaker. Sure. And I think Talisa is, is a, a fair call for being a weak character. Yep. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for the email, Matt. You're a legend. Um, and then finally, this will probably be the last thing we do on this app, yep. from Devin. Hi, guys. Big fan. Thank you, Devin. I was wondering which of the major houses you think will survive the final season of Game of Thrones? The Lannisters seem to be spread around everywhere throughout the series, but they may be down to just the three main ones by now, Um, meaning, I guess, Cersei, Tyrion, and Jaime. The Targaryens are down only down to Daenerys and potentially Jon, though I think he would rather be a Stark if given the choice. I'm unsure if Sansa and Arya would be able to keep their last names for any children they have, Uh, and if Bran has any desire or even ability to have kids. Gendry could also be legitimised to revive House Baratheon. However, this is all assuming these characters even survive. Thoughts? I think Gendry being placed on the throne as a Baratheon kind of mm. makes sense. Sure. Daenerys and Jon eventually abdicating after this big war. Yeah. I can kind of see something where they're like, and we're all, our all, all our surnames are Westerosi or yeah, something. Agreed. Totally agreed. I can see that happening. Um, I like the Gendry one, though. Yeah. that That's nice. It's like, cool, humble beginnings, sense of honor. He'd be a good king. Yep. He is who 
Ned at some point kind of not really actually. Mm. Ned wanted Stannis. Yes, yeah, fucking Ned. What an idiot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I genuinely don't know. Yes, which is a cool thing. Yes, it could go anyway. I think I would be happy with almost any variant of them as well. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Um, sure. Maybe it's just like yeah, the Targaryens are back. Yep. John and Daenerys. Nah, that's not happening. It could do. It'd be fucked up. I think everyone dies. <laughs> Maybe. I kind of I kind of think that everyone dies. Like like it, they lose. Yeah. I I truly don't know. Mm. Mm. Which is one of the things about the show that is I find so engaging. <laughs> Uh, agreed, except without the sarcastic voice. Uh, that'll be the end of this episode. Sorry, it's slightly shorter than usual, but we, we are pressed for time. Yep. Um, we'll be back next week with more thoughts. We might do three and four together. Uh, that sounds like it makes sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for emailing in everyone who has. Please keep doing so. We uh, enjoy this part of the show. It actually makes this makes it easier for us to not have to do any research. For the seal section. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 